0: Hello, and welcome to XX Maya, the podcast hosted by me, Maya Fiorella. About five minutes ago, I logged off of my final Zoom class of college ever. I was very inspired to sit down and record an episode in commemoration of basically finishing college. My academic career is something I am so passionate about, and I truly am having a hard time wrapping my brain around the thought that it is over. I want to be nostalgic for a few minutes and talk about some of my favorite memories in college because these last three and a half years have meant so much to me, and they have shaped me definitely in ways that I cannot even begin to describe to you. The first memory that I have of college was actually our orientation and this took place over the summer of 2018. Orientation holds such a special place in my heart because it was the first time that I really felt like I was on my own in life. I remember my boyfriend Trent dropped me off at Sonoma State's campus for the first time for orientation and I had this like panic moment where I was like oh shit I'm here I'm alone I don't know where I'm going I don't know a single soul at this school and I just remember feeling so anxious and paranoid and I was overthinking the smallest things like what I was wearing and what I brought to sleep in because we had to sleep overnight at Sonoma for our orientation And then I remember how quickly all of those feelings of nerves and anxiety went away once I started meeting people, and I realized this is going to be fun, which is so exciting. And I actually met one of my very best friends at orientation. We ended up living together for a little bit in college, and I know that she's one of those people that's going to be in my life forever. So... I just get so nostalgic thinking back to orientation, meeting her, meeting some professors, just being at Sonoma State and having it feel really scary at first. But then once I left that weekend, I was actually quite excited to begin my college journey. Another memory that really sticks out for me when I think about my experience in college was rushing for a sorority and then dropping said sorority the rush process was absolute hell i'm not even gonna sugarcoat that it was insanity to say the very least but i do think that it taught me so much about myself you really learn how to be an interviewer and in turn be an interviewee as well when you're going through the rush process it's so much talking I've literally never met so many women in my life than when I went through the rush process of a sorority and I actually went through the process twice I rushed my freshman year and ended up dropping and then I rushed my sophomore year and I stayed in the sorority for about a year and then I dropped And I've talked about this a little bit in my first episode where I talked about college, but I never saw myself as a sorority girl until I began classes at Sonoma State because their Greek life is quite different than at a lot of other universities. I grew up in New Orleans, Louisiana, which is pretty deep (laughs) in the South. And so sororities and Greek life there is very extreme. To say the very least, it is like a whole nother world out there than compared to the tiny school that I went to called Sonoma State. Greek life at Sonoma is just so different in so many ways. It's a lot less people. It's a lot less of a commitment. But the general practice is the same. So, when I decided to rush for a sorority, I was very confused by myself. I never saw myself being a sorority girl. But honestly, I loved it for the time that I was in it. And I was quite sad when I ended up dropping toward the beginning of COVID, actually, is when I dropped. And I decided to do that basically so I could pursue other interests of my life, specifically social media, a little bit more. I was heavily involved in the sorority that I was in. I wanted to run for president. I wanted to be on every single little board that there was in the sorority. I am a very 0% or 100% type of person. I always have been. So when I jump into something, I want to be fully immersed into it. So when I joined the sorority, even though I didn't necessarily think that I was going to be a sorority girl, I jumped in, let me tell you, I held two positions throughout my time and I loved both of them so incredibly much. And yeah, dropping was sad, I'm not gonna lie. It was mostly sad because I had such great relationships with so many of the girls in the sorority. Overall though, I'm not sad about my decision because I really had the time and the flexibility to put all of my energy into social media and that has been probably one of the best decisions of my life thus far. I genuinely don't think that I would have pursued social media if I hadn't been in the sorority. And let me explain. When you go through the rush process, you gain so much clarity on who you are and you gain so much self-confidence. For those of you that don't know what the process of rushing is like, essentially you go into these rooms and you're paired up with someone that is already in the sorority and you just talk to them about literally anything. And it's very stressful, but it also is so telling because you can't really fake who you are when you're just having an open conversation, or at least that would be really difficult to fake who you are when you're having these like 30 minute hour long conversations with strangers. What comes out is very authentic to you. And I feel like I learned so much about myself and just the types of conversations that I had with girls during rush and then once you're actually in a sorority for me at least in my experience i had to be so confident in myself to go to the events alone and just dm girls on social media asking if they wanted to go on sister dates and all of that crazy stuff I gained so much confidence in myself throughout that entire process and honestly I just get so nostalgic thinking about those times I know they weren't that long ago but it feels like a century ago I'm just in such a nostalgic mood today I think because it feels like I'm really closing this chapter of my life and another memory i guess you could say that i will always hold so near and dear to my heart throughout college is how much i learned and not just in academia but how much i learned about myself i learned my true passions in life throughout college and i learned my morals i feel like i was presented with so many different types of people and so many unique experiences, and I had to rely on just me to decide what I wanted to be a part of and what I wanted to pursue further than just the academics. I would always get so excited when it came time for registration because truly my favorite part of college was the classes. I mean, that is the largest portion of what you're doing in college is taking classes and I would get so excited just going through the manual god I sound like such a nerd but honestly I don't care I would get so excited looking through the course manual and just picking out my classes and deciding okay what do I want to learn for this semester god it's so weird because a part of me knows that I am going to continue learning for the rest of my life I am one to pick up a book about welding just for fancies. That was a weird example. But the point is, is that I know that I am going to continue learning because I am very passionate about learning and I am active about it. Like I will just pick up books about whatever just because I want to learn a little bit more about the subject. So like I know that school is over and I know that I'm not Done learning. I mean, we're never truly done learning in life, but the idea that I'm done with college is fucking insane. Like, I mean, not to be depressing, but throughout my early teens, I never pictured myself making it this far in life. I was quite depressed and I really struggled with just visualizing myself Past the age of 16. And now to think that I'm 21 years old, I'm graduating college, and I'm doing things in life that I love to do, like I'm fucking happy. I am so happy in my life right now. And I just simply would have never thought this to be true. I want to give you some advice if you're entering college or scratch that i just want to tell you some of the biggest life lessons that i learned in these past three and a half years that i've been in college the first one is that no one cares what you're doing this took me so long to understand and to truly embody i remember talking to my therapist shout out barbara love that lady I remember talking to her the first week that I started classes at Sonoma. And just for backstory, I lived in the dorms, but I had a pretty unique experience in that I lived in a single dorm, which I know isn't offered at a lot of colleges, but I lived in a single dorm. And I had roommates, but they weren't actually in my room. I had my own bedroom to myself, and I had my own bathroom to myself. And then I had suite mates that lived inside of the apartment-like structure. But basically, I was alone for a lot of my freshman year of college because I had a single dorm. I wasn't, like, forced to talk to a roommate or anything like that. So when I started taking classes, I was so anxious. I still am quite an anxious person, but oh my lord, flashback to 2018 Maya, she was just like a literal ball of anxiety. And the thought of like doing my homework at the library was so scary. Like there was going to be so many people there. They were just going to watch me study. Like that freaked me out. And I explained to her how my plan was essentially to just study in my room, go to class, come back to my room, eat in my room. Like literally my whole plan my freshman year was to just stay by myself in my room unless I absolutely needed to be in class. I had no interest in being social with anyone else aside from myself. And then I would like FaceTime my boyfriend or FaceTime some of my best friends from home. And she looked at me, my therapist And she said, Maya, no one cares what you're doing. And I was like, what do you mean they don't care? It's like, I'm so important. What do you mean they don't care? And then she asked me, when you go out to the library or you're walking around campus, how much do you pay attention to the other people? And I thought, oh, I don't. I don't notice them. I don't care about them. They're really just a passing moment in my life that's gone in like five seconds when they walk out of my peripheral vision. And then I realized that I'm not actually that important. I mean, I'm important to myself, but no one at Sonoma State gives a fuck what I'm doing when I walk to class or when I'm studying in a cafe or the library. And that moment was so special to me. And I tell my therapist this all the time that. Her telling me that no one cared about me was truly one of the most life-changing moments ever thus far into my life because it gave me the subtle confidence to leave my room. And if you've never struggled with anxiety or mental health at all, first of all, you're so blessed. But second of all, you might be like, Maya, you're absolutely insane how... How are you planning on just staying in your room? I don't really know. But the idea that no one was going to care if I tripped on my way to the library just made the world of difference for me. So I just want to remind you that literally no one cares what you're doing. So just go out, study at the library. It's a lot more fun than studying in your tiny little dorm room. Buy yourself a coffee. Drink the coffee at the cafe. Like you don't have to... Grab your coffee and run back into your dorm room. Stay. You never know who you're gonna meet. You never know who you're gonna see. You just, you never know the experiences that you miss out on. So, no one cares what you're doing. Go do whatever the fuck you want. (laughs) The second life lesson I really learned in college is that the only person you can rely on is yourself. And this goes for group projects, but also more just in general. You are the only person that has been with you since your moment of birth. You're the only person that has seen you at your highest points in life and at your lowest points in life. The only person that you can truly rely on is yourself. And this was very hard for me to figure out in life as well because I'm actually quite a dependent person. I'm not sure if I come off that way now because now I am a lot more independent. But growing up, I was very dependent on people. I was very dependent on my close friends or my boyfriend. I'm very dependent on my parents Oddly enough, they might not think that, but I truly feel like I've always had some ounce of dependence on other people to help me do things. Even if I didn't take advantage of it necessarily, I always knew that other people were there for me and I knew that if I really messed up in life, there would be people there to like fix it for me. And I quickly realized in college that that is just not the case. And it's not even the mindset that I want to have. There is so much value in being independent. Like I aforementioned, in group projects, that is such a simple and small example. But when you're in a group project, which you will be if you go to college, that is a very common experience for you. Yes, you will have other people in your group, but are they actually gonna do their work? And are they actually going to do the work to the same degree that you would do it? Probably not, or at least that's how I feel. Group projects for me are actually one of the worst things (laughs) in life because I don't enjoy relying on people anymore and I don't enjoy not having control, not to a crazy extent, But the idea that I'm the only person that I can rely on is so comforting to me now. And I think it really helped build my self-confidence. Ed Milet and the Skinny Confidential podcast talk about this idea in better words. So maybe go listen to one of those episodes. But Ed Milet essentially says that building self-confidence happens when you show up for yourself and when you Do things that you say you're going to do. I didn't really believe him the first time that I listened to one of their episodes and he said this. I was like, how does doing things for yourself have anything to do with self-confidence? Oh my god, I was so wrong. It has everything to do with that. Let me put it this way. When you get an assignment in school and it has a due date and then you do the assignment and you turn it in before or on the due date... You feel a sense, even if it's really small, you feel a sense of achievement. Now, when you tell yourself, I'm going to start a blog, kind of a weird example, but just go with it. If you tell yourself, I'm going to start a blog tomorrow and you actually sit down and you do it and you start your blog tomorrow, you are going to feel that same sense of accomplishment. And it is over time, the more and more you live up to your expectations of yourself, going to build self-confidence. It's like crazy, but you just, you gotta believe Ed Milette and you gotta believe me when I tell you that it works. So just know that in life, you're the person that's gonna have to do it for yourself. Moving on, but slightly interrelated with that, is the idea that self-confidence is fleeting. So you should really enjoy it while it's there. Self-confidence is something that you and I are going to work on every single day, probably for the rest of our lives. I like to describe myself as a confident person, but I genuinely think that that is more of a manifestation. I don't think that I or really probably anyone is truly confident in themselves every single second of every single day. But there are moments where I'm really confident in myself. Today, for example, I presented my senior project. This was my last presentation of college and it went really well. And just for a little fun backstory, in high school, I literally refused to present crazy right like I literally just told my teachers like I'm sorry no I will not be presenting I would do every assignment in a course to make sure that I had like an A going into a presentation and then I would just take the F of the presentation because I didn't want to stand up in front of my class that bad I had that much anxiety about it in high school and I laugh now because about two months into college, I changed my major to communications where the majority of my projects throughout getting my bachelor's degree in communication have been presentations. And I actually think that I thrive off of presentations now. I mean, I literally have a public tiktok and instagram where i do stupid shit all the time like i'm obviously not as scared to present information as i used to be so now back to my story about today i felt so confident in my presentation it was my senior project presentation to which i created a website actually my website xxmaya.com shameless plug I created this website and my presentation just showed the website, my journey to get there, yada, yada, yada. I felt so confident in my work, in how the website turned out. I felt so confident in my presentation. I practiced it a million times yesterday and that felt so good. And it's okay to recognize that you felt really confident in something i know that possibly next week next month literally in a couple of hours you never know that i could be having the most insecure time of my life so whenever you feel even the slightest bit confident in yourself eat that up appreciate it because you never know when it's going to go away and it probably always will go away but You can get it back, I promise. My next life lesson to you is that nothing is as hard as you think it is. This is quite self-explanatory, but this is something that I just really figured out in college. I feel like when you look at professionals, when you look at your professors even, you just think that they are so much more intelligent than you and they have their shit together and you don't. And I realized in college that that is just not the case. Nothing is going to be as hard as you imagine it to be. So my best example for this is a goal that I set for myself at the very beginning of college. I thought it was quite unattainable, but here I sit, finishing out my college career, and I accomplished it. I decided my freshman year of college actually my first semester of freshman year of college that i wanted to graduate college with distinction so either the magna cum laude or summa cum laude if you have no idea what i'm talking about essentially it just means that you graduate with a gpa over a 3.75 i believe for magna cum laude and then i think to get summa cum laude you graduate with a gpa of over a 3.9 Basically, I wanted to get really good grades. I did not have the best grades in high school and when I finished my first semester of college with a 4.0, I felt like I was on top of the world and I never wanted that feeling to go away. So I decided for myself that I was going to prioritize school and I was going to prioritize getting good grades. This is not going to be the same for everyone. I am simply just using this as my example because freshman year Maya thought, okay, I, I just got my first you know, 4.0 GPA of a semester ever. I want to do this every single semester. And I thought that that was going to be just the most challenging task in the entire world. And it was, it was hard but it wasn't as hard as I thought it was going to be. All I had to do was decide that that was a priority to me. So if you're listening to this and you think, you know what, I really want to move my body more, you might think that that's the most challenging task that you can ever commit yourself to. Movement doesn't come naturally for a lot of people and It is quite overwhelming to think, oh gosh, now I have to get a gym membership or I have to make this huge priority in my life to go exercise every single day. But once you set that as your priority, things will start aligning and it really just starts with your small decisions. For me, getting good grades, it just started with, okay, I actually have to read my textbook tonight. I actually have to study for this exam. Making those small decisions paid off, and I am graduating with a really great GPA that I am so proud of myself for, and looking back on it, it really wasn't as hard as I thought it was going to be. Okay, we're almost done. I have three more life lessons for you. Next up is that you will regret every single thing you skipped because you were embarrassed or anxious. You might know this about me by now, but I have raging social anxiety and I really let it get in the way of a lot of my high school career. And honestly, I tried to make it a priority in college, but I was a little bit late and that's okay because I accept this now. But I want you to know, you listening, do not make the same mistakes that I made. I truly regret every single opportunity that I missed because I was anxious. If you can't tell, there's a bit of a format here, so let me give you my example. When I was in the sorority, actually about a month before COVID hit, February 2020, I participated in this fraternity or sorority, I kind of forget, it was some Greek life event called Lip Jam. Essentially, my sorority, all of those who wanted to participate, got together and we did this dance and it was influenced by The Greatest Showman and it was just a really fun experience. And I was really proud of myself for not being too anxious to partake in lip jam. However, I vividly remember after lip jam, we performed and we were all heading out on our merry ways that night. I remember that I got invited to a party and I'm not a huge party girl. It's actually something I want to do a whole episode about because I used to be a party girl, but I'm not anymore and I'm totally okay with that. I love not being a party girl anymore. But anyway, I got invited to this party after lip jam. And there was a moment where I thought, wow, I just had a lot of fun. And I just met a lot of new people in my sorority and in other sororities and in other fraternities and I was feeling quite confident in my ability to go to this party. I ultimately decided about an hour after thinking about it for so long that I didn't have the right outfit to wear and I didn't have anyone to go to the party with so I decided that I wasn't going to go fast forward about a month in, COVID hits, and I realized right then and there that I was probably never going to be presented with another lip jam or another college party again, and that made me so sad. Again, I don't even really love parties, but the idea that the last party that I ever got asked to go to in college I said no because I was too anxious. I was stressing about what I was going to wear when literally no one was going to care about what I wore to this stupid frat party. But yeah, that's the choice that I made. I chose not to go because I was anxious. And I will always regret not going to that party, truthfully. So again, listen to what I say, not what I do and go to the party if you get invited, if you want to go. If you don't wanna go, don't go, fuck that. But if you want to go, and you think that there might be just like an ounce of fun in an activity, go, don't listen to your anxiety. Please, you will regret it. This is the second to last life lesson I have for you, and that is to take advantage of being in college. Meet your classmates, Meet your professors. These are the only defined years of your life that you're going to be in college, so take advantage of it. I actually really want to pat myself on the back for this one because I feel like I did a great job of taking advantage of the college experience. I made it a mission from day one of college that I was going to introduce myself to every single professor on the first day of class. And I'm so proud of myself for sticking to this because I have grown incredibly close to some of my professors, and I know that if I ever needed a letter of recommendation or just advice about post-grad life or advice about grad school, whatever it might be, that door is open because I introduced myself to them on the first day of class. Actually, in one of my first classes ever, I was taking calculus, and I was really struggling in this class. It was quite hard for me, so I decided to go to office hours, and apparently I was the only person the entire semester of that course that went to office hours, so she decided to give me extra credit on the final just because I tried so hard and I got to know her and I was willing to be helped in that class. She literally gave me extra credit and that is quite possibly the only reason I passed that class with an A. So meeting your professors really is going to go a long way. Even if you don't get extra credit or whatever, you get to meet a new person and that is always something that you should take advantage of. And then furthermore, meeting your classmates is so important. You never know where people are going to end up in life. And to think that if you would have just introduced yourself to someone sitting next to you in your History 202 class, they could go on and be like the President of the United States. I'm being very dramatic to prove my point, but you never know who's going to be your best friend. You never know who could be your literal soulmate or someone that you want to start a business with in the future. Like, you literally never know these things, so just meet them. Introduce yourself, make a new friend. Maybe they turn out to be absolutely nothing to you, but who cares? You networked, and you made a new friend. So, take advantage of being in college and meeting people. And finally, my last life lesson to you is that life flies fucking by. Pardon my French, but seriously... When I think back to the version of myself who walked onto Sonoma State's campus back in 2018, I realized that that felt like it was actually 10 minutes ago. The fact that I'm done is insanity to me. It still doesn't feel real, but I'm done. I finished college and it went by so much faster than I ever could have imagined. So remember to live in the present moment. Soak up every single experience, take advantage of all of it, and just have fun. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. This one was really near and dear to my heart. I am feeling very blessed to have this platform and be able to share my experiences with you, and you know, in a couple of years, I'm going to listen back to this episode and remember what I was like at this time in my life so I encourage you to maybe not make a podcast I mean if you want to go for it sister but take a moment and write down in a journal save a voice memo to yourself I love using snapchat memories Just tell yourself something when you're closing a big chapter because it's always so fun to look at. So thank you again so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I will talk to you soon. XX, Maya.